This is Positively Hygiene with your hosts, Amber Lovatos, Amy Parenti, and Angela Doe. Listen on as we dive into the positive of dental hygiene. So one of the things that I didn't know that I learned from talking to the two of you is that you can get scholarships and grants and awards outside of school. Um, I always just thought scholarships were funded to students only, but I'm learning the more that we talk that really they're for professionals that are practicing as well. I got my scholarship in school. Um, so I applied for ADHA's Institute of Oral Hygiene, IOH, their scholarship, which is really something special because that money is funded by donations. So it's interesting. I actually didn't receive any scholarships or awards in hygiene school. And I say that a lot of times when I give lectures to students and telling them how, you know, when I graduated hygiene school, none of my faculty were like, oh, Amber's going to go out and do great things. You know, nobody thought about me for awards or for scholarships, but I knew that I could go out and do great things and that the only person who needed to believe in me was me. And I think that I have I have proven that. Would it have been nice to receive some scholarships and awards in hygiene school? Yeah, that would have been nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've received scholarships when I was pursuing a master's, two from IDEA, one from ADHA, one from Texas Dental Hygienists Association. I received a grant from TDHA too, a grant from ADHA for $10,000. I haven't received any national ADHA awards, but I have received like Texas Future Leader Award, Esther Wilkin, RDH Magazine, Award of Distinction, Dimensions of Dental Hygiene, um, Six Dental Hygienists That You Want to Know, um, Time 101, Dr. Mike Cuspid's Dental Hygiene Influencer of the Year. I've gotten a HRSA Student Loan Forgiveness one. Um, that one, I would say significant. Yes, you can get awards outside of hygiene at dental school. Anchor's also gotten some. What have you gotten? Well, in fun story, you talked about getting that TDHA uh, graduate scholarship. We actually both applied for that because there was only one scholarship and we both applied for it. We didn't know, um, but we were like the last two standing and they were having a hard time, you know, choosing Amber and I. And so the head of the committee actually got another company right there on the spot to sponsor a second scholarship. So then we both got it that year. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. It was hard because like you want your friend to win. You also want to win. Um, not in like in a competitive way. And then, oh, like I won the Greater Houston Esther Wilkins and people nominated my friends against me. And it made it really awkward because not that I knew that I was going to win, but I knew that on paper I had more than they did. And so they applied and they didn't win and I got it. And then I felt really bad. I felt like, oh my gosh. And I felt like it took like my moment away from me because I want them to get it too. And I feel bad because they feel bad, you know? Uh, so in that moment, I think they called my name and then I was like automatically like, how do I celebrate this? And then they brought in the surprise and I was like, oh my God, thank you. Thank you. Because it is, it is hard, right? Like when you're going against your friends. It's hard for those things. The other scholarship I got was actually in dental hygiene school. It was the ADHA IOH scholarship, so Institute of Oral Health, and people donate to that. So every year, like there's fundraise fundraisers for it, and even as a professional now, like I've given back and donated it to it as well. And it was one of those where I almost wasn't going to apply. Like I had it ready. I may be like halfway through the application, but there's always like an essay you have to write, and writing is not my strong point. I'll do it, right? But it just takes me longer than probably most people. And so I I just like, I didn't want to do that final push. And I even asked my sister, like, hey, I'm going to write this essay. Can you double check it for me? Um, and then 
in the end, I'm like, never mind. I'm not going to send you the essay. I'm not going to apply. And she's like, why not? And I'm like, well, you know, I probably won't get it. There's gonna, It's a national scholarship, you know, probably a lot of people are applying. She's like, just do it. You never know. And I was like, oh, that's true. You never know. Like, might as well, right? And so I did it. And then I got it. <laughs> so that was, that was like a really good feeling. And I think it's true. You, you don't, because there's a lot of factors, right? Yes, there's a lot of students, but you don't know who's going to apply, who's going to take that time. And they were probably thinking the same thing I'm thinking, like, oh, they're not going to choose me. Um, but you never know. So I, I would always advise just, just do it. Um, Cause you, you don't know. And then I would say award wise, that is what got me through dental hygiene school, wanting to strive for awards. Um, and not because I'm like, super duper high achieving or I mean I was a student that wanted perfect attendance <laughs> in grade school but my mentor the big I think coveted award during dental hygiene school was being named the best dental hygiene student in Texas okay. yeah and you yeah and you get like this Texas shaped plaque yeah. which looked really cool right yeah. and so I'm like I and then my mentor she got it and I'm like I'm gonna get that award so I mean I enjoyed immersing myself, but I, I immersed myself together. I like went to every volunteer activity. I like had over a hundred and something hours those two years. I was sought a president. Um, I academically, I did well. It, I just, I wanted that award so bad. Um, and I did get it, but my year, it wasn't a Texas shaped one. Wow. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. It was just a regular shaped one. I was, so it was really cool, but I was like, Oh, why did it? I mean, now like knowing the inner workings of things, I'm like, okay, I see why, like, probably, yeah, yeah, um, but I was like, oh, I wanted to be Texas shape, but that was the biggest award I got in hygiene school, my most, like, my pride, um, and then the other one was I got, like, the uh, UT Alumni Association Award um, as a student, so I thought that was really cool, and then I got a technology award, I think, which I don't even know why I got that one. Um, but I remember the, another big award as a student I didn't get. I really wanted it, um, but I didn't get it. It's the Golden Scaler Award. I wanted that. You had that at your school? No, we did. Yeah, we had that. I, my friend Lindsay, super well-deserving. Um, she was out of the gate clinically. She was just one of those. She was scaling before she even knew the tooth numbers. You know, like she was really good. She got it. Well-deserved. Um, but yeah, it's, it is, it's so pretty. Did you get scholarships and awards in school? I did, yeah. And that's what I, I was going to say, too, is when you said apply, you never know. That's what our faculty would always tell us. They were, I don't know if it's just because Connecticut's a smaller state or if our school is just a smaller like population, like our program. But they said, if you apply, you're guaranteed to get something because not enough people apply that they have slim picking. So most people actually got multiple awards because there was such a small pool to choose from. And that's what my mentor had said. She goes, if you apply, you'll get something. And then, so we were like, okay. So we apply, we all applied. So make sure if you are a student, make sure you know when that deadline is and you don't miss it. Cause I think those extra deadlines are what people like oversee because you have like clinical requirements and other care plans and everything that you are so focused on. And then that's something that can fall through the cracks. So certainly don't miss that date. Um, I had received that academic excellence award. It actually oh, paid nice. for my entire second year of <gasps> wow. the program. Yeah. That's amazing. It was, yeah, monetary wise, it was the biggest one I had received. I received one from SADA too for being. I did get another one now that you reminded me. It was the Omega Seminars uh, TDJ scholarship. That was cool. But now I'm on the flip side. I'm scholarship chair 
for the Texas Dental Hygienist Association. And I've been for like maybe two to three years. And so a tip I want to give to everyone applying uh, just generally is read the application, follow the instructions and make sure you have checkmarked everything. I can't say yes. I can't say like how many times I've had to omit scholarships because it just, there was one thing that wasn't submitted. So it's like, I'm sorry, you know, I, I can't review your scholarship because it's, it's not complete. I would say things that you should consider is being objective. I think a lot of times we want to put the emotion and the, the story is important. The emotions are important. But if I'm comparing you to me, to you, you need to be very objective. Okay. If you just said, I'm a dental hygienist and the three of us said we're dental hygienists, well, that makes us equal. Oh, I'm a dental hygienist of 10 years. I'm a dental hygienist of seven years. I'm a dental hygienist of five years. I don't know if those numbers are accurate. Okay. Then it's objectively like, okay, well, that person gets higher points because they've been a hygienist longer. You could say, I love community outreach, but I tell you, I have volunteered over a hundred hours. And you could say, oh, I volunteered over a hundred hours and organized 10 outreach events, right? So those very, very clear about what you do and who you are, it makes it easier for the greater versus saying like, I love doing community outreach. I have volunteered at this event and that event. Yes, include those names, but also include the hours that you volunteered, the number of events that you volunteered at with those names, make it just very, very clear. I would say like, if you have to include a photo of yourself, make sure it's professional looking photo, even if it's just like in your house against a black white wall, I've received selfies in bathroom no. photos. No. Really? Yeah. Like like a mirror selfie? No, but you could tell, yeah, or in like in a car. Uh, so think of the audience of who you're submitting the application for. Angela's first photo was like in a garden. It wasn't even like a professional oh, photo. Yes. It looked really, it looked. <laughs> and my husband took yeah, it. Yeah, it was really cute. It just shows like, oh, she she put some effort into it. And we look at that effort. Usually when I rec a recommendation letter on the other side of this, say like, I recommend Amy because of her leadership, because of her community involvement, and because of her academic excellence. And then I will go into her involvement in community can be seen through her 100 hours of community outreach, her 20 organized community outreach events, her leadership is shown as being SCADA president, as being chair of the pediatric committee, you know, and then I list those three qualities that I look as why I'm recommending them or why I'm recommending myself. And then I give you the facts behind that. And then at the end, I will maybe say something like, and all of this is proof of my love for community outreach. I'm not just telling you that I love community outreach. I'm showing you that I love community outreach. And on the side of, for me, as somebody who maybe gives letters of recommendation, pick somebody who actually knows you. I, sometimes I'll get people who reach out to me and be like, hey, I met you one time. I did outreach at one of your events. I don't remember the person. I don't know you enough to write a recommendation letter for you, but I'm not going to do you justice if I don't know you. And so it's somebody you know. Okay, one of your faculty members. I don't know absolutely everything about you. Honestly, people are busy, right? So give them a resume, give them your bio and make sure that your bio includes absolutely everything. Any article that you've written, any poster presentation that you've done, any special projects include absolutely everything. The more information you give me, the better, the better letter I can write for you. Yeah, I, I would say my instructor, when I asked her for a recommendation back as a student, she did ask me, you know, like, can you send me the details? Can you send me like what your achievements are. And I appreciated that. And then now when I 
when people come to me asking for recommendations, I ask for that too. And even when I look at it, I go back and I'm like, okay, I see you did this community service and you passed out toothbrushes. How many toothbrushes did you pass out? Um, what kind of toothbrushes maybe, or what was the event? Like I like, there's so much details to include because all of that matters within an application or within a recommendation. Also spell check, gram, uh, Grammarly, um, Grammarly is a great, great free tool that you can use to kind of rewrite things. Have somebody proofread your, your essay. I honestly yes. prefer the more direct, straight fact essays than I prefer the, the ones with the stories because it's hard to compare your story to my story. And everybody has a struggle and I can't grade your life experiences. Yeah, that that's harder versus when you tell me like straight fact, these things I can compare. There are like awards as a professional, you can apply for now that do like spiff up your resume, um, that do can get you to the next level of things. I know, Amber, you received some. Yeah. Being in magazines, like on the cover of RDH Bag, being in Dimensions, being in Time. Some of those have gotten me opportunities where people are like, oh, you've done that. It brings me more exposure to then opportunities for me to be able to speak and do more like I know right now because of my time 100 obviously that's a big one right for my time 101 there is a non-dental festival uh, organization looking at me wanting me to invite me to come and be on a panel for them and that is non-related dental and I'm super excited hopefully like I get it and we can like work it out because the type of exposure you get outside of dentistry you know like I do want to like grow my presence out of dentistry. I've had companies reach out to me to want to sponsor me for things because they've seen me in magazines. I can always say I'm not just a content creator. I'm also an award-winning dental hygienist. When you're speaking in front of an audience that you're trying to impress and you have to impress a dental audience to begin with for them to be like, what am I going to learn from you? It is easier to sell that when there's somebody already backing you up. So I know in school, faculty gave us a list. They said, hey, apply for all these awards. Um, now, for people who have graduated and they're looking to apply, I guess I have two questions to someone who doesn't know. Is it first, you need to have a reason to apply for these? Are these awards reserved for people? Hey, I'm looking to fund this community outreach project. Can I apply for this scholarship? It depends. Award of distinction of RDH Mag, it used to be just the four award of distinction. There wasn't like categories. Now they have like a dental hygienist who graduated within five years. They have clinician award. They have an entrepreneurial award. They have an educator award. So they have different categories now, which I think is pretty cool. Dimensions of Dental Hygiene also does that with their six dental hygienists. You want to know for that one, you have to be nominated. So I didn't even know that I was nominated for that. The ADHA one, I've never applied for. The Dimensions one, they recommended me for. But the ADHA, you can apply for. You can look on their website for the grants. I think they open in the fall. For the fall also is a time where the Texas Dental Hygiene Association for Students one opens. And every state, very usually, I would think that the state associations, when they're giving out scholarships, it's going to be during their state annual meeting or their state conference. So I would look at least six months in advance. Um, the Hispanic Dental Association for their student scholarships, they have student and dental hygiene ones. I think those open like right now, this time of year. I would actually look a little more in advance and maybe see what the criteria was for that previous year. So you have that yeah. year to make sure you meet those, you exceed those requirements yeah. if you can. Um, so having that plan in place, because I know like as a student, there's like G some some scholarships have GPA requirements. Some scholarship have like leadership skill requirements. And I think professionally, some of it, it's like, oh, what kind of the ones um, I've seen are like, how much impact have you made? Um, how many years as a dental hygiene or hygienist um, or how has 
how have you been practicing with patients, like been different from the next person next to you, you know? Uh, so all of them have different, different categories. And now I think they even have like entrepreneur too, for those who aren't practicing clinically, but are high dental hygienists. So it's great to see that they're recognizing that we are involved in different fields and it's not all just clinical. So there's a lot of words that you two are talking about that I've never heard. I'm hearing for the first time. So what would be your piece of advice for those listening? How do you find these awards? What would be, is there a spot you could go to that really helps to collect them or? I'm going to say no. Like, I don't think there's one spot. It was just sort of word of mouth and maybe following other people on Instagram or following networking. Um, because some do come as recommendations like, oh, you should apply for this. Um, and some, yeah, just really word of mouth. There should be a hub. There should be a hub for all these scholarships. Okay, so I looked at the ADHA website. It says the Mars Wrigley Community Service Grant applications available September 13th. Application deadline, November 13th. This is for last year, but I imagine that there will be similar dates. Um, scholarships for associates, bachelor's and graduate degrees opens October 1st and February 1st. Rosie Wall Texas Teeth Community Service Grant opens November 1st through January 5th. Um, the research grant is November 1st through March 31st. And then for RDH MAG, for their awards, they were awarded at Under One Roof. So their submission was earlier this year, I think, um, early in the year. So you can, you know, mark that for your files. I think February, it ends at like April. Oh, is that? Okay. The Crest Oral-B, um, Closing America Small Gap, that one is every single February just for the month of February. And you've gotten it. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. It's the, like, part of their Conquer Cavities campaign. So the deadline, I think it's, like, in January because the focus is on, or maybe it's in February, but the focus is on for Children's Dental Health Month. So they have, ooh, I want to say maybe over, like, 20 or 30 people um, are recipients. And it's about, like, how you give back to the community to help out. And then they send you, like, a bunch of toothbrushes to be able to help your campaign. And then so if you work for like a nonprofit or your office does a lot of school presentations, does outreach, you can apply. You know, it's not just, you know, restricted to community health. It's it's open for everybody. The Hispanic Dental Association has the BOLD program and that is open year round. If you are interested in going into school about programs and dentistry, you can apply and you'll get $250 up to $1,000 uh, to buy like supplies or books or whatever it is that you're you're looking for. So, and that was available year round. You have to you do have to be a Hispanic Dental Association member, um, which is not like that expensive. And that's on their website. I'm trying to find their scholarships. Oh, the HRSA one. My school that I was working at, at that time, they were looking to support dental schools and hygiene programs, help them increase faculty retention and diversity. And so I had to, so my school got it. And then through my school, I had to apply to the specific pro to be part of the program. And yeah, basically the same way that I would do any other scholarship. 
and the way that it worked was like you had to commit to work there for five years and over the five years they would pay off your student loans so at the end of like year one they gave me twenty five hundred dollars at the end of year two they give you five thousand dollars and kind of like that till it's like all paid the goal is to keep you there for five years um i didn't end up staying though (laughs) so i didn't get all my student loans forgiven but that was kind of a, a pretty cool way to get something. So I'm looking at the Hispanic Dental Association website and it says that you can apply through June 30th for the Hispanic Dental Association scholarships. It looks like it might be open right now. Yeah, so if you go to the Hispanic Dental Association Foundation website, the applications are open now until June 30th. Uh, you do have to be a member, but you go onto their website and look at scholarships, scroll all the way down, it'll be on the bottom of the page. And they have scholarships for dental hygienists, scholarships for dental students. Now, Amber, you got a pretty big grant from ADHA. And I remember you were helping people write grants as well. What kind of, because you said, oh, to have very like specific numbers, where can they find these resources for? Yeah. Yeah. So again, like going back to being very specific, I would say go to websites like HRSA. I do it is I don't just compare my stats to the national stats, but to the state stats. So, you know, the poverty rate in Waller, Texas is 8% compared to 5% nationally and 7% in Texas. Those numbers are just random. But just showing that even compared to my home state of Texas, Waller is has a higher poverty rate than our state than nationally. Because if you're just giving them numbers, if you're just telling them, oh, poverty rate is 20%, that may mean nothing to whoever's reading it. Uh, So making it very clear and telling them what that data means. Number of providers, being a HRSA designated uh, medical needs area, high risk need area for dental, that's a designation that area could have. Like that's what Waller has. HRSA is a high designated needed area for dental care. Race, ethnicity, poverty rate, employment rates, those things are really important. What is the outcome of this? Like, what is the goal? How are you going to measure that goal? Um, But also at the end of this project, what is the longevity of this project? And how are you going to be able to carry it on? Is that $10,000 just going to go in to this project and that's it, it's done? Or is there a plan to sustain this program for the future? I think that is super telling. Or if you've had this program already done before, uh, and you're just trying to help it carry it on, that's a good setting point. Having organizations that you partner with. So for me, it was like, okay, I have my stuff, but I'm partnering with a nonprofit dental clinic. I'm partnering with these dental hygiene schools. I'm also partnering with like the Dental Hygiene Association. And so I had all these partners. I think that really strengthened my application too. I feel like, because in dental hygiene school, like I had that goal of that award. And then it's true after den- dental hygiene school, like it's not very in your face where that these awards are available and what scholarships are available. Um, I do have another goal award now that I want to achieve as a professional. Oh, I don't want to say it yet, although I should manifest it, but that's just me. Um, But Amy, I know like you weren't really aware of what's going on too. Do you have, do do you now have like a goal award you want to achieve? No, I'll have to do my research. (laughs) I'm still not too sure. I'll have to do my research and see, see what's out there. I was super proud when I ran, when I won the, um, the academic excellence award in hygiene school, because I like to look at it as that way. I didn't get a monument, but I may not be the golden scaler, but my little diamond scaler. But I feel like I was like the golden bookworm, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like I was like really strong academically. um, And I feel like it's funny because a lot of people are a toss up of either. But 
I felt so proud of that. And I still am proud and I have it on my resume just because it's something I achieved and I'm happy with. So I would love to reignite that passion in something post-grad, but I don't know, TBD. I'll find it. It's out there. (laughs) Okay. But if you know of scholarships, if you know of grants, like definitely look into it, nominate people or think of other people. Or nominate yourself. When I won the award of distinction, the people who give it, they're like, oh, who nominated you? Myself. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you have to believe in yourself. Um, My bosses always say like, you you lose 100% of the shots that you don't take. And like, that is so true. So I take all the shots. And if I don't win, I don't take it personal because I trust the process. And I think that, you know, the person who got it is deserving. And I don't feel guilty or I don't feel sad about the fact that I didn't win something that I didn't deserve. Yeah. I don't feel bad about the things that I don't get because I trust the process and think that those who got it are the ones who deserve it. So I think our advice to you is take that shot. Um, We'll be cheering for you. If you don't get it, you'll try again next time. Um, do be strategic though. Uh, and we'll be sending you all the good vibes, all the good vibes. And we'll try to remember to like announce them on our Insta stories. So if we hear of a scholarship, something going out, uh, we'll make sure to story that. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram at positively hygiene. We'll see you next week. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Positively Hygiene. Join us every Tuesday for a new episode. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram for the opportunity for how you can contribute to our podcast. And follow and review Positively Hygiene on Apple and Spotify Podcasts.